to express yourself where teens talk and the world listens presented by star style productions as an international outreach program of be the star you are charity you'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters meet and chat with cool celebrities exhilarating experts and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know it's time to kick off the fun with our star teens welcome to express yourself Astrology is a language. If you understand this language, the sky speaks to you. Dane Rudyar. Hello, and welcome back to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. From Cynthia Bryan, producer of Express Yourself and Star Style Productions, we bring this program to the airwaves as an outreach service of the Be the Star You Are charity a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. For today's show, Be The Star You Are wants to thank everyone who has volunteered and supported BTSYA over the years. We are thrilled to be serving the world. If you'd like to help us celebrate being a top nonprofit with a donation, please visit www.btsya.com. Every dollar counts, and we will use the funds for our outreach programs. Make sure you listen to Express Yourself wherever you listen to radio or music, iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. We broadcast from the Empowerment Channel on Voice America Radio, the largest radio network in the world. Hello, everyone. I'm one of your hosts, Ruhani, and today's show will be all about astrology and the power of numbers. In segment one, Rose will discuss the power of astrology in relation to food science. In segment two, our special guest, Jesse Calsey, a renowned astrologer and numerologer, and in segment three, I will be discussing some fun facts about each zodiac sign. Hi, everyone. I'm your co-host, Rose Sarner, and I am back with my segment, Bite Share, discussing the importance of urban food policy, food access, and nutrition. Since today's show is all about astrology, I thought I would share something my facialist once told me about the power of fresh food as it acts like medicine for your skin. So when I first visited my new facialist, um, I laid down in the chair and she immediately began asking me about my hobbies and favorite things to do. Her name's Nareen. And after a good five minutes, she proceeded to ask, are you a Libra? And I responded with, yes. I was so curious and astonished how she knew my astrology sign after simply knowing me for five minutes. Nareen began to tell me that she first began testing face masks, washes, moisturizers, and pretty much everything every single facial product you can imagine at her grandma's house, only using ingredients in her grandmother's refrigerator. Nareen was born in Armenia, where fresh fruit and vegetable stands overflowed on every corner, and in Armenia, she didn't just eat fresh fruit, she used the fruit to create skin products. Today, beauty is over an over $50 billion industry, and women use products that are expensive, contain toxins and chemicals, and they don't even realize. I was truly amazed and excited because she emphasized the importance of the power of natural whole foods and the large impact they have because food is truly medicine. The use of fresh 
foods to create healthy beauty regimes have thrived since ancient times. For example, Cleopatra took milk, milk baths out of real milk, which is just so fascinating to think about how many influential people in history um, that we learn about on the daily really used food as medicine. Wow, and that is so interesting. And I think it's so important to recognize that raw materials are usually just as helpful as all the stuff we see in stores. Definitely. That's such a great point, especially like when you think about other history, think about how um, in history people have discovered raw materials and the raw materials we now use for like everyday purposes, like oil, um, all the gold rush that was found. Um, Just there's so many examples. That's a great point. Yeah, like soap, especially. Um, I like in the ancient times they would use, um, I think, flowers or they would condense flowers and just scrub it on themselves. Yeah, and I found some places that still do that, which is really cool. So I like seeing the flowers in the soap now. Um, So when Nareen originally told me this, she actually introduced me to her book called Return to Beauty, which gives you at-home recipes for toners, moisturizers, face washes, masks, and more based on the season and your astrological sign. She provides recipes based on the various needs of each person's sun sign. And according to many ancient traditions, living in rhythm with your sun sign does not only offer fun facts about your personality traits and love matches, it also reveals information about your skin's needs. For example, Nareen says that if you are a Gemini, you must get plenty of rest and relaxation. Cancers require dairy, Leos respond well to figs and coconut, and for optimum health, every sign in the zodiac has specific requirements. Wow, I've never heard of that before, how your zodiac sign corresponds with what you should eat. Yeah, it's so funny to think. I had never um, before either, but I know a lot of people now um, are exploring and researching how your zodiac can really connect with, like, every part of your life and affect, like, your moods, um, your daily activities, and, like, which day out of the month is really important for X activity that you do. Mm, Wow, that is so cool. And another example that I have is that if you are a fire sign, this means you are an Aries, Leo, or Sagittarius. Um, You were born a natural leader. You like to make quick, risky, and positive decisions, and you don't like competition. You always want to be the first. While this trait can work against you, you can use it to your benefit in the beauty sense. People love warm, headstrong, and untruly personality. This is when Nareen Nareen's quick fix section comes in. After a long day, you come home and you have T minus 10 minutes to get ready for a dinner party. What do you do? You follow these next steps. And here's a quick little recipe for those that are um, specifically fire signs, but I know um, it is pretty much versatile for other signs. So first up, you drink a big glass of water or cold orange juice. Then soak a soft washcloth in cold water mixed with one teaspoon of fresh lemon juice. And then place the washcloth or the compress on your face for three to five minutes and begin making a quick face mask during this time. And you're going to add two teaspoons of shredded cucumber, 
one tablespoon of plain yogurt to a bowl, mix it up, and apply it to your eyes, similarly to an eye cream or an eye mask. In the meantime, you're going to cut two thin slices of potato and place them over your eyes, and then you get to rest and relax for 15 minutes. After the 15 minutes pass, you can rinse all of this off. And now I know it sounds weird, but trust me, it works. Um, now you can massage a very small amount of mayonnaise over your face for five minutes. And mayonnaise contains egg, vinegars, and lemon, which moisturizes, nourishes, and restores skin's natural acidity levels. And you don't need to rinse this off. You can just massage it, massage it directly onto your skin, kind of like a cream. And by this time, you are going to feel radiant and fresh and ready for your dinner party. I'm definitely going to use that one. And I think these are such handy tricks because sometimes you can't run to the store and you can just use the products you have at home to get that desired look. Exactly. And one thing over quarantine specifically, I had a lot more like time on my hands and I was able to really take the time to focus in on my sign and I'm a Libra um, and I was able to go to the Libra section of the book and make face washes and creams and I made some for my mom too um, depending on our signs and it was really fun because I didn't have to like go out spend a ton of money on like a new face mask or anything like that Um, I just went down to the refrigerator grabbed a couple ingredients and I made a toner and a face wash so it's actually a really fun activity too. And did you see, like, a difference in your skin immediately? I actually did, especially with the um, face mask that I made. And I gave my mom a moisturizer, and she was like, oh, my gosh, I can feel a difference already. So that was pretty fun. I think it's because it's, like, natural material, like you were saying earlier. It really helps, you know, soften your skin a lot. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing, like, processed in it or um, that has any chemicals. So it's really just, like going back to the basics, which I think is also a great point when you're eating fresh produce and fresh um, healthy foods that are made out of fresh ingredients. um, That's when people like feel their best and really it also radiates throughout their skin. Exactly. I think the only thing is, it's like if you rub mayonnaise on your face, the smell might bother some people. (laughs) Definitely. That's so (laughs) true. But there's also, I'm sure you could substitute the mayonnaise out for, like, yogurt or something similar Mm -hmm. because they have, like, similar texture. So another example I have are specifically for water signs, such as Cancers, Scorpios, and Pisces. And if you are a water sign, your facial features are soft and your style is unique. You work hard to keep everything in harmony and balance, though it takes a while for you to trust someone when you do this. You're more than happy to let anyone in on your beauty secrets. Your best friend your best friend matches are fire and earth signs. And cancers specifically have beautiful expressive eyes and high cheekbones. Um, they have sensitive skin and stomach. And the foods that help them are fish, oysters, and egg yolks, milk, yogurt, whole grains, beets, watercress, cheese, lettuce, tomatoes, okra and all fresh fruits and without being said here is a snowy white mask with dairy as it is hydrating smoothing and has gentle exfoliating properties this recipe appeals to your desire to stay forever young and this mask can be done up to three times per week 
I'm actually a water sign. Oh, really? Then this is going to be perfect for you. Yeah, I'll definitely try it out. Um, Which sign are you? I'm a Libra. I think it's an Earth. I might be wrong, but I'm a Libra. Oh, so which one matches, like, which recipe would be perfect for you? I actually didn't mention um, mine here, but uh, one I made was I made, like, a milk toner, and it was a milk... um, it had like rose water in it. So that was funny because my name is Rose too. Um, and it had some like lime um, and a lot of like fresh, like airy ingredients because I think Libra is an air sign. Yeah, it is. And for the cancer, the ingredients um, that you would, how you'd make the mask is you would make it with two tablespoons of almond milk, one egg yolk, one tablespoon of fat-free sour cream and you would combine the milk the egg yolk and the sour cream and stir it until it's really well blended and a trick for this also if you're like really worried about like blending all these ingredients and you got you get kind of like grossed out with the egg yolk um a trick i have is like placing it in a blender or something and um just blending them all up because it will mix really quickly and you won't have to like look at the ingredients that long And then once you're done with that, you can place your face wash anywhere um, on your face moisturizer anywhere on your body that you want to shine and moisturize or smooth. Wow, those are all perfect. Thank you. I'm so glad you um, enjoyed. And I hope people at home also, if you are not one of the signs that I mentioned, You can always check out Return to Beauty, which has amazing recipes. Wow, Rose, thank you so much for sharing all of those. Unfortunately, we're out of time for this segment, but make sure to be stay tuned for more as we talk to Jesse Kalsi, an astrologer. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to Express Yourself. It's Ruhani, and I'm so excited to welcome Jesse Kalsi, who is renowned counselor sought out by Hollywood and Bollywood stars, Silicon Valley billionaires, real estate moguls, entertainment companies, and people just like you. Jesse has discovered the interconnection between the planets and numbers. No doubt you've heard about numerology, the study of the influence of numbers on your life and destiny. But chances are you've never heard about astro-numerology. Jesse can actually predict positive or negative outcomes based on the numbers of your home address, your bank account, your cell phone number, the car you drive, 
the colors you wear, the partners you align with, the people, including lovers in your sphere, the investments you make, the months of the year that are favorable to your personality, and the pet you own, and a host of other factors. Based on your numbers and how much they match or conflict with these other elements in your life. Jesse was born in India, where he was where he attended India's equivalent at West Point and intended to make a career in the army. He was informed of his true life purpose and resigned from the military to pursue helping people through his unique gifts, understandings, and perspective of numerology. He currently lives and works in California. Hi, Jesse, and welcome to Express Yourself. Hi, I'm so excited to be here today. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to talk to you. So, the first question I guess um, I have for you is basically tell us your story and how you entered this field. Oh, so you know I've uh, I've been here in, in the states for some time now, and uh, uh, you know I arrived here in um, 1989, and uh, and like most immigrants, you know I had my shares up and down, and uh, uh, see I was always inclined towards numbers, but I never paid much attention to these uh, numbers and numerology until I came to the states. Because um, after coming here, uh, you know, as an immigrant, I have faced countless challenges, right? It was really difficult to survive and move up and, you know, all, all, the, all the rest of it. So um, you know, I always had this intuition, right? Something kept nudging me and telling me that, you know, look at this number and look at that number, right? So, so that's how it all started, you know? I think it was something that was coming from the other side and I was trying to pay more attention at that time. And so it, with time, it gradually evolved. I, um, you know, initially was a flight instructor here at a flight school in Hayward for some time. And then, then I gradually graduated into real estate and, 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 and all that. So, and then selling real estate, you know, I was blessed by many, many clients that I was, they were sent to me. And I would often you know, discuss home numbers and equities and all that. And for some reason, they all believed me too. And, and by the grace of God, they've you know, made lots and lots of equities over the years. Um, so that's how it all went in 19, uh, and I'm sorry, in the early 2000, I was introduced to Bonnie Colleen in San Francisco through one of my clients, actually, and uh, she put me on the radio for the first time, and then soon after that, I just kept going, you know, with numbers and numerology. Um, I, I, have, I have lived these numbers, you know, I have experienced them, I've lived them through my clients and, and through my own life, and this book that I've introduced all about numbers is, is more about the practical application of uh, applied numerology. Wow, that is so interesting. And I guess driving off from that, what exactly is astronumerology and how do the planets all fit into this? Yes, that's a good question. So there are many schools of numbers, like you know, you know, they, uh, you know, the Greeks have a system, the Chinese have a system. We have something in the what the East Indians practice. There's a code that is used in the Americas. That's different, right? So uh, what happens is in astronumerology, which is the Vedic tradition, uh, we associate numbers and planets. So basically, you know, from one to number nine, which is basic numerology, like the energy of number one is uh, is Sun energy, or three is Jupiter, or six is Venus, or nine is Mars, or five is Mercury, and so on. So when you look at numbers, we just don't look at numbers only. We look at the planetary energy that is associated with these numbers. Now, say, for example, if you consult me and, you, and I tell you, you know, oh, number six is a good number for you. And then you, what you do is you just go shopping and you buy a house number, which is, say, 484848. Uh, four, eight, four, eight. And you say, okay, 4 plus 8 plus 4 plus 8 is 12, 24, right? And it is a 6. 
oh, well, Jesse told me it's a six, so it's that, that's a great number. No, it's not because those planets, right, Uranus and Saturn together are always sinking energy. They're always funneling downwards, right? So so that's how it's going. You don't add them. You look at each number individually as planets, the planetary energy. So that is just one example of how it is applied on homes and home numbers and apartments and, and the rest of it. But, but, but this information of uh, astro-numerology applied everywhere from your businesses to your business names to your personal names to the places where you live to your bank i mean everywhere and all these numbers come everywhere i mean there's only one place they we, they can't be touched is your social security numbers because those, those are pretty much permanent and stick with you for the rest of your lives you know so um so that's how it goes um some numbers you know so i'll give you some example like there's some numbers that are, are always challenge each other like the number one and the number eight which is represented by the energy of sun and saturn you know? one and eight sun and saturn so what happens is whenever these energies come or come on your space, say, for example, if you have the best number code, you know, you have the best numerology and you end up in a space which has the number 18 on the door or a 18 or a 108 or amplifier, zero is an amplifier, that things like cuts, injuries, accidents, family, corner, legal trouble, separation, all will sit on the door. You might excel as a professional uh, in, in the medical field, like a doctor, surgeon, maybe FBI, government, police, something like that, professionally, but your personal life is going to be absolutely challenged. You know, be accident prone and, uh, and you know, a surgery or a visit to a doctor would be was definite. So that's that's one way of looking at it. I mean, those are the, I mean, the, the planetary energy, how they work. Or, for example, you know, it's like um, another number is number five and number nines are always colliding. You know, it's like the energy of Iran and Iraq. You know, they have those numbers. I've talked about that in my book, if you read those. So fives and nines are always on a collision course. You know, it should be avoided. So, you know, say, for example, if you have a five date of birth, you're born on a 23rd of some month, and your name adds up to, a, say, a number nine energy, right? Which is, which means that all your life, you know, you'll be confused, you know? You, you know, things will, you, it's like, you know, it's like, a, a, what do you call it? Um and, you know, you always you, you go and you fall and you kind of, you know, you can never find your feet in life. You know, that's how it goes. So so one has to understand these energies and then correct them. I mean, you can only correct them if you know how to correct them. And then also with these associations are, uh, you know, gems and crystals and stones and, mm -hmm. and the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah, I see. And you mentioned, like, if you have a number nine energy, uh, you have, like, confusion. So is there any way we could, like, change that confusion? Yeah, so nine, like, well, see, how would nine come in your life? Nine, you could have a number nine. Say, for example, you're born on, a, say, a number nine or a, or a number 18 or a number, you know, these are all number nines, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so so what happens is, uh, if you have a number nine on your date of birth, no, that can, that, that'll stay with you. But the, uh, the, the name that, uh, you know, has to be, uh, you know, has to work with that number nine energy has to be very carefully you know, balanced, you know, it's very, very carefully balanced. Well, I was talking to this one celebrity, I won't give you her name in India, she's very famous and she's been in this business for a long time. And um, and so her name, she has an 18 date of birth, and, but her name luckily balances out to a number six, so, which is really good and made her very famous. But, you know, her personal life is challenged, you know, see how it is, that, that goes and then, um, so those things come in. But then there are other energies like gemstones and crystals and, and the place where you live. Now this particular individual I was talking about, she lives in a number nine too, right? So mm -hmm. I wish better number, but I mean, that's how it is. And she's lived there for many years, but but uh, very successful, very famous, but you know, personally challenging. So, yeah, just like that. Uh, nine by itself, 
See, if you look at number nine, you know, there are some very big people, you know, some very famous politicians have number nine on their date of birth. They are, you know, the big, many big stars would have a number 27 on their date of birth, but their name energies are balanced correctly. You know, the names have to balance correctly. So if you have a lot of nine and you, you know, you have, uh, you know, a number eight on, a, you know, on your, on your name, right? So the nine and eight with the Saturn and Mars will always collide and challenge the other, right? And, you know, create difficult, challenging situations for you. So all these things have to look at, analyze. So now the thought about all this astronomy business is, you know, it's about harmonizing energy, right? Harmonizing energy. I, I, I won't call it predictive, though it is. I mean, it can pick up a lot of information, but it's more about harmonizing energy. Now, if you say, for you consult with me and I say, oh, your number is no, I won't, I won't say if your number is not the best number, I'll suggest. Let's patch it, or we add another vibration, or shift it, or correct it, right? So we always want to harmonize the energies to, you know, the shift to make things stronger, better, and more positive. So that is the thought behind uh, this work of astronomy. I see. And what are some examples of like shifting that energy? Like, what can we do to shift? So, like I said earlier, so if if you are living in a house number, say for example, the house number one zero eight, right, and then say. Uh, you know, uh, you can solve me and say, hey, Jesse, this is my number. I say, oh, no, no. Then I look at your date of birth and I'll come up with the best score. So what happens is your date of birth is very important. From there, we pick up your best scores, your best basic numbers. And then we use those those numbers as a patch to these numbers. So if it's a 108, so say maybe, say, so if you have a lot of Venus energy, so what I suggest is, well, let's, let's do a number six on these numbers. Which means if it's a 108, we could go with a 108 and a 6. So we can add a little number 6, yellow, a sticker, a sticker which is smaller than the existing numbers. Uh, and what that will do is because numbers are alive, they're vibrating constantly, the Venus energy on the after the 8 will kind of harmonize, it'll calm that energy down. And what will happen with time, you know, uh, you, you, you'll be pointed in the right direction. Maybe your home will change or something will come on the door. And how it is, so things like that, you get a better opportunity and you know, you, you move up, you correct, and things get better. So that is one example of how we patch numbers. But that, but we look at names, you know, names again, you know, what we do is basically shift vibrations. You know, like I had this one gentleman yesterday, he was, he's from, uh, he had a radio station too, you know, he's from, he's from from Israel, and he had this one interesting name, and, and he's a host for many years, and he's uh, married to this famous celebrity. I remember his name just needed more mercury energy five so the n he had an n there so we added another n right which is another shift of the numbers and then and he was really happy with all that and so i know that over time that will shift and it'll pick up better vibrations you know uh you know better vibrations on your signature name and the business that you're in i see that that makes a lot of sense and you're also talking about alphabetical letters each having like a number but you don't Give a list of what number equates to each letter. Yeah, yeah. Those are very. What I use is the Killian code, right? And that mm -hmm. is available online. So that's that's no rocket science. It's all there. I have, in fact, in the beginning of the book, I've mentioned that I use this code, right? It's the Killian code, and if you go online, you'll find it. So now, in this Killian code, what happens is it would be. I mean, if we look at numbers from one to number eight, right? You go one, one to eight, and then the letters associated associated with them, and that's how we arrive at uh, you know adding numbers. So. Uh, the other cores like the Pythagorean or you know the the Chinese or the Western, but I, I use this one, the Keldian, because I find it way more accurate than the other ones. So is there like a list that you use, and how do we know that like which letter equals to what number? Oh yeah, it's simple. So if you go online and just you know say uh, it's spelled C H A L D E A N code, 
So if you go Keldian, you'll find it online, right? And mm -hmm. and say for example, I mean, so it's to say it's in the letter A, right? So it's a num number one will be A I J Y, right? Or uh, number two will be R K B. Uh, number three is C G L S. Four is DMT. Five is E H N X. I just remember them. I do it all the time. Six is U V. And uh, seven is OZ, and eight is PF. So these are, uh, you know, numbers and letter association, and you can easily find it. So nothing is hidden; it's all there. Oh, that's really cool. And is there one number that is better than another? Uh, you know, all numbers are, you know, depending on your date of birth, right? All numbers are, uh, you know, good, but they all depend on their date of birth. But there's certain numbers like the number 16 and the number 18 are numbers that I've seen over the years and I find them heavy, you know, I find them heavy and cha challenging. So these two numbers I always mention, right? And uh, so one should be kind of aware of and kind of stay away from them. But um, otherwise, um, you know, I mean, if, if you want me to, if you want to give me your day and month, I can look at your numbers too. <laughs> That's yeah, actually, I'm born on March 8th. Oh, yeah. That's all, that's all I need. So March, that's all I need. March 8th. So so you have a lot of Jupiter and uh, so three and sixes are, are your best numbers. But one, three, five, six numbers are really good for you. One, three, five, six. Now, your name has to be. Now, what will happen is it is very important that you don't, uh, you know, your marriage should be after the year after 30. You know, if you marry early, you know, if you marry early, then, you know, like most eights, right, it will be a challenge. Partnerships of any kind, you know, any business partnerships, you should be very careful doing that because in most cases they don't work. And uh, after the age of 30, you know, there's more the compatibility partnerships and things like that. All, you know, kind of, you know, will work much, much better. The colors like blue, beige, green, off-white. These are your best colors, blue, beige, green, off-white. And all your, you know, wear them on the way. Avoid uh, cars like blacks and red cars, you know. Those colors will not be. What is the color of your car now? Um, well, I don't have my own car, but my parents' car is black. Oh, so you drive a black car? Well, I don't. Yeah, my parents drive it. Oh, so well, you should drive a blue, like a dark blue, you know, that kind of color. Blue car, mm -hmm. very good for you. And then you could also wear uh, a yellow sapphire, see? Because you have a strong influence of Jupiter on you, right? So a yellow sapphire, a yellow sapphire is worn in your right index finger. It's typically worn in gold. Or, or gold in any form, you know, I mean, gold like gold chain or something in your hand, gold, right? That energy of gold is always very good for you. Gold is very high vibration. It protects you from negative vibes as well. But otherwise, your vibration is strong. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's a strong number. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I didn't know all that. And also, yeah, yellow is my favorite color. So it's yeah. nice to hear. And... How I know we were like talking about it, but how do numbers impact our lives? I know that's a pretty broad question, but I'm sure there's many specific instances you can give. Yeah, yeah, they everywhere. You see numbers everywhere. Like I said earlier, right? You see, you know, there are telephone numbers, the numbers on our license plates, you know, there are social security numbers, and numbers on cars, and numbers on businesses. And, you know, the numbers everywhere, and and uh, and that's how they impact the life by by the way they appear, you know, on our in, in our life and our life path. And uh, by their energies, they keep impacting us constantly in, in various ways, you know, depending on uh, what our date of birth is and what is around us. So uh, that's how that works. Oh, wow, that's really cool. And what are the different shades of numerology? Different shades, you know, they're, um, you, know, we, you know, there's personal numerology, you know, maybe, you know, look at numbers in a personal aspect, we look at 
business numerology, right? We look at, you know, businesses and how, you know, numbers impact businesses, right? And then, mm-hmm. uh, then we look at, uh, besides personal, we look at relationships too, which is always a big thing, right? You know? And uh, so that that is another shade of numbers. These are a few examples. So does everyone have like these different numbers that are favorable and different ones that are disruptive? Yes, yes. You know, so in your case, you know, number three is a number six. Number three and six is or even number five will always work for you, you know. But if you, uh, but what will happen as you kind of with time, you know, if, if you avoid the number eight because you already have it, but you will be drawn to it, right? Avoid the number four because four also pulls eight, but those fours and eights are, that's, that's not a good pull, right? I mean, they, they are, they're, they're, they're sinking down quicksand energy. So avoid the fours and the eights, but if you say more three, six, five energy, uh, as in your case, right? That is one example. I look at, so I have a lot of my, I'm born on April the 3rd, I'm here, and my energy is more with number three and number nine. So I kind of, mm-hmm. you know, live around those numbers. This book that you have all about numbers, the title of this book, you know, all about numbers adds up to a number nine, you know, it's 54. My name, Jesse Kelsey, is my popular name, also adds up to a number nine, right? I stay with more Mars energy because that's my ruler, and I kind of, you know, right away, I'm magenta, you know, turban most times, and I wear red coral. You know, and that's kind of, I stay with my, my own frequency. But what happens is you have to stay in your own energy, right, for the highest and best. But it is also important to understand that, you know, by doing that, that doesn't mean that you're lucky every day. No, no one is lucky every day. You know, we all have our times, right, like in one year. Now, for me, you know, springtime works really well or fall works very well. You know, these months like March, May, and then the end of the year. They work very well, but in your case, it will be different, right? Your case will be more middle of the year, on July, August. Even February is going to work a little bit, and then middle of the year, and then December sometime will go there. So it's like that. So every all of, all of us have different timings, and if you look at this book, right? I have talked about certain months, you know, and if you that's on page seven. If you see page seven, you talk about lucky months for your numbers, and then that that'll give you some idea of um, you know. What's the best time for you? See, so your case, March, May, June, August, December. These these are good months for initiating new things, or you know, uh, and, and and just be a little more conscious. Start this year and see what happens, and then you realize that uh, how they work for you. Let's see. Thank you again. Um, I've never really been exposed to astrology and numerology, so this is very interesting. And actually, I want to have a career as as a writer. So is there like a specific number for myself that I should kind of surround myself with or? As a writer? Yeah. Or, you know, as a journalist, something involving, you know. What I do is I tell you, you know, you should wear, a, a, what do you call, a, an emerald. A green emerald would be very good for you. An emerald is, is for communication. It's for intelligence. <laughs> Excuse me. It's for writing. Mm-hmm. Are you wearing something now? Uh, no jewelry right now. Just hey, emerald. Yeah. I say, say you wear an emerald, a green emerald. It can be worn around your neck, touching your heart chakra, or you can wear it in your right pinky finger, right? And that would be excellent for journalism, for writing, for many, many things. You know, it'll be fantastic for you. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Thank you. That's really cool. Make sure to get that. And um, you know, going more, going back to how n- numbers affect relationships. How exactly do they impact them? So relationships, you know what it is. So you know when you know people meet, right? I mean, it is important that the numbers numbers have some compatibility, right? You know, basic codes have to match, right? And then and then what happens is, you know, every year, right? I mean, 
after our, our birthday, you know, another cycle starts, right? Another cycle starts. Now, say, for example, even if we have the best numbers, right? Let's say one partner, uh, you know, turns uh, 34, right, and enters the 35th year, and the other partner turns 35 and enters the 36th year. So basically, one has entered the Saturn year and one's entered the Mars year. So that in that period, you no, know, there'll be some you know, disagreements and things like that. So uh, it is very important for in, in relationships, uh, you know, people have to understand that, you know, times are changing and, you know, it's not like you know, lovey-dovey all the time. So they have to understand that time period and say, okay, this is a little rough now. We can, you know, kind of adjust and, you know, pass this time or there are many things that you can do to kind of, you know, um, overcome that harshness if there's any. And then as that time passes, then it all comes back again, right? So these are things are which, uh, which numbers would definitely help to improve relationships, you know, and make things better for people who are together. Wow, yeah, thank you so much. And this was a very fascinating discussion, and I'll make sure to wear yellow and get that emerald, and I'll pay more attention to numbers and zodiac signs. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Uh, thank yeah. you. Sure. And we're all out of time for this segment, but make sure you visit Jesse Kalsi's website, www.jessiekalsi.com, and make sure you check out his book, All About Numbers. He's also available at www.facebook.com slash pages slash author, and at his Twitter, at jessiekalsi, also his LinkedIn, jessiekalsi, and his YouTube, jkalsi201. And thank you again, Jesse, for this interview. And up next, I will discuss fun facts about zodiac signs, as well as announce the free writing workshop I'll be teaching soon. During the break, visit www.bethestarur.org. And don't go away. I'll be right back with more astrology. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hi, everyone. It's Ruhani, and I have some very exciting news. So, we were talking all about the stars and zodiacs, so I think it's a perfect time to announce my new workshop, Writing with the Stars. And Writing with the Stars is actually going to feature a fun and really engaging curriculum that encourages young writers to pursue their imaginative ideas and expertly convey them on paper. So I will be instructing each class, and I will make sure that I can get the best out of anyone who wants to learn how to write or just review and critique their work. So classes will be held bi-weekly on Saturdays, and this is the best part, all classes are free of charge, so there's no cost. And I know a lot of writing workshops, you know, they'll charge you quite a bit, but for this one, it's just free, and 
I know it's going to be so much fun. So each week we'll have a different lesson, you know, either centering on poetry, fiction, creative nonfiction, personal narratives, etc. And I have experience in each of those, um, you know, mainly attending, you know, from attending my own workshops or, you know, over the years, I've just learned how to craft my work. And I love reading other people's and I'll make sure that everyone learns different styles and genres. And for younger kids, they'll learn to read their work out loud, receive critique and give it as well. For older children, we'll probably be going over their work and editing it. And I will make sure to give tips and tricks on how to structure novel writing and short stories. And again, for younger kids, maybe work on expanding vocabulary and how they can become the best writers they can be. I will make sure to give out these cool, diverse prompts to get those creative juices flowing. So if you're interested, um, nine to 11 year olds will happen um, on Saturdays. So the Saturdays will be March 12th, March 26th, April 9th, and April 23rd. So the times are from 10 to 11 a.m. For 12 to 14 year olds, it'll be on Saturdays also, but the other Saturdays in March and April. So it'll be March 5th, March 19th, April 2nd, and April 16th. And this one will be a one and a half hour class from 10 to 11.30 a.m. So if you want to sign up or you want to sign your child up, please, please email at thestarsworkshop at gmail.com. Again, that's thestarsworkshop at gmail.com. I look forward to teaching anyone who wants to join, and thank you so much. So let's go back to zodiacs. Um, I'm actually going to be sharing some specific details and facts about the different zodiac signs. So for Aries, which is from March 21st to April 20th, Astrology list actually starts with Aries, even though this is month the months of March and April, rather than the beginning of our calendar year, which is January. And this is actually because Aries is the first cardinal sign. It represents the beginning of spring, the growing season, and therefore the year itself. And interesting thing is, is that the basic characteristic of Aries is action. And since Aries represents beginnings, it is under this sign that people are often inspired to start thinking about or making changes in their lives. So if you're an Aries, you know what to do. And then the next one is Tor Taurus. So that is from April 21st to May 20th. And in ancient Greek mythology, Zeus transformed himself into a bull in order to secretly seduce the mortal Europa. And once he got her attention, he carried her on his back to Crete, where he revealed himself as Zeus. And out of their fear, three sons were born, one of which would become the most famous king of Crete. And then Zeus later paid his respect to the bull by placing it forever in the night sky. So that is actually the bull seen in the constellation, later called Taurus, and it's the Latin word for bull. The next sign is Gemini, which is from May 21st to June 20th. And out of all the signs, Gemini is actually the least likely to commit a violent crime. So if you go on the FBI website and you look at all these criminals booked into custody, there are fewer Geminis than any other sign. And when they do get arrested, it's actually for the most, um, usually for nonviolent crimes of like fraud or stealing. But there was one famous Gemini criminal uh, and cannibal, Jeffrey Dahmer, who murdered 17 men in a span of over 13 years. So 
that is one thing to keep in mind. But if you're a Gemini, you're most likely a pacifist. The next one is Cancer, which is from June 21st to July 22nd. So the nickname for those born under Cancer is Moonchild. So it's kind of been popularized in like the hippie era of the 60s and the 70s. And the nickname originates from the fact that Cancer is actually a sign ruled by the moon. So just like the moon goes through all these phases throughout the month from crescent to full, Cancers are kind of like that because they tend to go through many changes and experience instability throughout their lives because they're the signs most connected to and influenced by their ever-changing emotions. I actually have a lot of um, friends who are Cancers and they do seem to go with this, but they're also the nicest people I know. So I really like Cancers. The next is Leo. So Leos are from July 23rd to August 22nd. And each zodiac sign has an opposite. And while many would assume this means the signs are polar opposites or don't get along, you know, or have these like opposites attract type relationships, the truth is that actually none of them are considered true. So opposite signs are like two sides of the same coins, uh, two sides of the same coin, and they care about similar issues, but are oriented towards the same goal from the opposite direction. So Leo's opposite is Aquarius, and both signs um, are interested in creativity and innovation. But Leo approaches these interests in a more personal way, while Aquarius is concerned with the collective standpoint, and they see themselves from more of a group standpoint compared to Leo's individualism. And I'm pretty sure for Pisces, which is the sign I am, uh, we get along best with other Pisces, I think. So that's one thing to keep in mind also. And then there's Virgos. So Virgos is from August 23rd to September 23rd, and they're the largest constellation in the zodiac and the second largest constellation in the sky. And there's only like 88 constellations. So while most of the stars are dim and not really easily seen by the naked eye, Virgo has this bright blue star Spica, and it's easy to spot on clear summer nights. So that's the same, um, that's the 15th brightest star in the night sky. And to locate the constellation of Virgo, you actually can find the Big Dipper, then just look southeast and connect the stars once you locate the bright Spica. And I've actually seen this once. Um, I went camping in Yosemite National Park, and um, I was with a hiker, like a hike instructor, and they told us to look up, and then we found the Big Dipper and also the Virgo constellation. So it's very cool. The next are Libras. So that is from September 24th to October 23rd. And each zodiac sign has, you know, an ancient gemstone affiliated with it. And we were kind of talking about gemstones um, in the interview with Jesse. So gemstones are different from the month's birthstones. So zodiac gemstones are actually believed to transmit energy from the planets to bring fortune and good luck to those who wear the sign stone. And Libra's zodiac gemstone is a smoky quartz. So it's this protective gemstone that is believed to inspire new ideas and really help make life fun and free of clutter and promotes balance and positive self-image. And new beginnings are meant to be made easier for Libras who have the smoky quartz. Next is a Scorpio. Um, actually, my brother is a Scorpio. So he's um, Scorpios are born from October 24th to November, November 22nd. And he was born October 29th. So there are more symbols to represent, you know, 
the aspects of Scorpio personality more than any other sign. So the first is the scorpion, which in legend is uh, prone to sting itself to death out of its own frustrations. The next one is the snake, which represents cunning and wisdom. Then there is the eagle who refuses to be defeated, but will also never seek the total destruction of their enemy. Finally, there is the phoenix, the mystical bird believed to have risen from its own ashes, representing resilience. So in my own brother, I don't really see him matching with any of these. And that's why it's kind of like an inside joke in my family that he's the least Scorpio Scorpio ever, but he doesn't really care about zodiacs all that much, so he never gets the joke. Um, the next one is Sagittarius. Um, that's November 23rd to December 21st. So Sagittarius is more of a masculine-influenced fire sign, and they have the symbol of an archer, and the ruling planet is Jupiter. As a result, they are usually bursting with energy, enthusiasm, and excitement, and they react quickly and often make hasty decisions. So. This leads them to be the most adventurous sign of the zodiac, and Sagittarians are most likely, are also most likely of all the signs to be famous are well known. So I'm going to be going more into like the famous uh, celebrities that come from each zodiac sign later. And actually, my mom is a um, is a Sagittarius, and I can see her aligning with some of these. The next one is Capricorn, which is December 22nd to January 19th. And even though Capricorns are best known as practical and level-headed, they also tend to have a lesser-known strong concentration of spiritual truth within themselves. So they hold for firm to their beliefs in both themselves and their spiritual truths. So they're deeply con connected with their home, environment, and also to nature. So if they're misunderstood, it is likely... Uh, because their level of consciousness it's, is more acute than others. So they're also historically portrayed as both the goat and sea goat, which is, um, in Greek mythology, a creature with the torso and head of a goat and the tail of a fish. The next one is an Aquarius, which is January 20th to February 18th. And although it's difficult to determine the dates of, you know, all the astrological astrological ages because astrologists disagree on specific dates. The general um, consensus among them is that we either have already entered or will soon enter the age of Aquarius. So that uh, age lasts about 2,150 years and influences major changes in society, culture, and politics, and is determined by the position of the sun during the spring equinox as it moves in front of a new zodiac constellation. So this has also been, the age of Aquarius has also been used as a nickname for the new age and hippie movements that were popular in the 60s and 70s. And honestly, I can totally see this happening. It seems like the world is kind of in transition right now to what will be hopefully a brighter future, but I guess we'll have to see. And last but not least is Pisces, which is from February 19th, 19th to March 20th, and that's me. So us Pisces actually have a set of numbers that are generally considered their lucky numbers, like uh, Jesse said mine is, I guess, 1, 3, 6, and 5, are numbers that hold significance to them at some point in their life. So some, t some sources say that Pisces' most likely, le lucky number is 7, and it's a lucky number associated with spiritual, psychic, and intellectual development, as well as wisdom and higher reasoning. So it is also a time 
found energy, which often signals luck when seen in sequences. So if you like see a series of seven throughout the day on the clock and license plate, etc., it can indicate indicate good timing for scholarly or adventurous and endeavors. And I actually haven't seen it um, lately, but hopefully I do soon because I would love for that to happen. And now I'm going to list some famous celebrities from each zodiac sign. So for Aries, as we start, uh, as I mentioned, it's like the start of the zodiac signs. We have Emma Watson, who's born on April 15th, and she was in the Harry Potter movies playing Hermione, and she's a great actress. We also have Elton John, who was born on March 25th, Robert Downey Jr., who was born on April 4th, and Joan Crawford, who was born on March 23rd. For Taurus, we have George Clooney, who's born on May 6th, Tina Fey, who I actually just watched Mean Curls today, and she was born on May 18th. Billy Joel, born on May 9th. Adele, born on May 5th. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who's born on May 2nd. And for Cancer, we have Selena Gomez, July 22nd. Lionel Messi, a great um, soccer player, born on June 24th. Tom Hanks, born on July 9th. Princess Diana, who's born on July 1st. Robin Williams, born on July 21st, Wynn Diesel, who was in the Fast and Furious franchise, born July 18th, the iconic Meryl Streep, born on June 22nd, uh, Kathy Bates, who was born on June 28th, and one of my personal favorites, Ariana Grande, who's born on June 20, uh, 26th. For Leos, the list is shorter. Um, it's Mila Kunis, who's born on August 14th, Jennifer Lopez, July 24th, Sandra Bullock, who's born on July 26th, Barack Obama, who's born on August 4th, and Daniel Radcliffe, who's born on July 23rd. So they have some really famous names on there. And we're actually running out of time, so I'm going to go with one celebrity for each zodiac sign. So for Virgo, you guys have the best of the best, Beyonce, which is really cool. For Libras, you have Kate Winslet, who um, played Rose in Titanic, and she was born on October 5th. And for Scorpios, you guys have Leonardo DiCaprio, who's born on November 11th. For Sagittarius, um, you have Taylor Swift, born on December th um, 13th. And you also have, um, sorry, you also have Nicki Minaj, who's born December 8th. Love her. For Capricorn, you have Elvis Presley. For Aquarius, you have Christian Bale, who's born on January 30th. And for Pisces, you have Rihanna, who's born on February 20th. And me, who's born on March 8th. Uh, yeah, I hope you all enjoyed that. And if you're interested in finding out more about celebrities and their zodiac signs, I'm sure there'll be a lot of links to it if you search it up. And unfortunately, we are out of time for today's show. But as always, we express our gratitude to Star Style Production, Cynthia Bryan, Be the Star You Are, and our Voice America Empowerment Crew, especially our audio engineer, Gabe. Thanks to our guests from across the world and a huge thank you to our listeners for making us a top rated program. For more information about Be The Star You Are charity, visit www.bethestarur.org. Make sure to find us on Instagram at Express Yourself Radio. And thank you for listening to Express Yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Check out astrology and numerology, and you may be surprised and delighted. Always remember to speak up, speak out, and express yourself. 
Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself.